Hi there, and welcome, ladies and gents, to the Journey of Growth podcast with your host, Griffin Shea. The Journey of Growth podcast depicts what it's like to travel along the road of life, identifying key moments in what we like to call potholes, detours, and free-roaming highways. Each guest and episode will portray events in life that are defining and add to the exhilaration of the ride that we call the Journey of Growth. On today's episode of the Journey of Growth podcast, it's definitely one of the most inspirational episodes that we've done, if not the most inspirational. Our guest today is Janavi Parikh. Not only is she a friend, but she's also a true warrior. She's somebody who sees adversity not as a problem, but as an opportunity. Janavi is beyond driven. She's funny and just downright amazing. It was a true joy to sit down with her, goof around, but then also get into deep topics. And we really do hope that you enjoy this episode as much as we did. You'll hear a bunch of laughter and then you'll hear some times where we're just kind of in awe of the moments that she's been a part of. And without further ado, I would love to welcome John V. Parikh to the Journey of Growth podcast. Janavi Parikh, welcome to the Journey of Growth podcast. <laughs> Sorry. We're, we're, we're one taking this. Okay. This is going to be your, your opening uh, line. Thanks, Griffin. Or do we want to cut this? Keep it. It's your podcast. All right, sweet. I only do one takes here. How are you doing today? March 4th. We got it's a week until... It's my mom's until... birthday. Is it? Mm-hmm. That's awesome. Yeah. You do anything special for her? No. I wrote her a letter yesterday. Um, I'm supposed to be, like, making this 3D printed thing for her, but it didn't work out last week, so I'm going to do that this week and then bring it to her at the end of this week. Where are you getting that 3D printed? I'm 3D printing certified. No, you're not. No, I am. What? What? <laughs> when was this going to be revealed? I told you this. No, you didn't. Okay, probably 3D not. Printer. Yeah, so you go to the science library, and if you want to use any of their um, 3D printers, they're for free as long as you're certified. So I completed How the certification. How do you get certified? You sign up for one of the days they're holding a certification, <laughs> and I did, <laughs> and now I'm certified. What uh, What are you making for your mom? I don't know yet. Probably something like a little religious something. That's we'll pretty see. dope, actually. I think, I mean, 3D printing is Maybe definitely... My face. Really? I can um, 3D scan my face and have it printed out like... Like just like perfectly yeah. John and me, just like that. Too. I might do that one, actually. What color is it going to be? Can you like color it or when you 3D print... Red. Red? Okay. make it red. Because made... the other options are black or white and that might be controversial. <laughs> what, the, what made you want to get 3D printing certified? <laughs> No, I'm just put it on my resume. I still haven't done that, but like, 3D printing. That's actually dope, cause I think 3D printing is gonna be able to save a lot of lives. Like it does with, um, like <clears throat> putting intestines and all that kind of stuff in. Like, they actually, I'm pretty sure they did like a 3D printed heart recently. Not like a whole heart, but like enough pieces to, of it. What in the world? So we're gonna be able to clone one of us one day, and then like. You can also make weapons. Yeah, I know. Like guns that just shoot. And you're like, oh, that's interesting. But is that what guns do? They shoot? They do. All right, that's terrible. You have a 3D printer in your house. You're like, you need something? Just go print it. Wow. So everything's at our fingertips, right? Literally. Do you know? think that's a little scary? I do. Do you think the internet's going to get um, monitored one day where you have to like pay for access? Because right now it's legitimately free reign and you can add whatever you want. Yeah. I mean, wasn't there that one thing recently where it was like, not necessarily like you have to pay for it, but they're limiting what shows up on your feed and things like that or like... Until you pay for something? No. Nothing to do with payment, but I'm just saying like there's a lot of restrictions being put on the internet and I think at some point, um, yeah, it could definitely make it a paid... I think we're living in probably the greatest time in human history, which is like scary to think that we're a part of that mm-hmm. and we get to see what's going to transpire in this world it's honestly i think it's a little scary it's scary but it's also really really exciting yeah wow. i'm eternally grateful that we've got all the technology but 
whether it's in the right hands or somebody's got some wrong intentions. We'll see what happens. Would you stay here if you could go back to like any time period for like a day or two? Would you just not? For sure, I would go back in time. Where would you go? I'd like to see the pyramids being built. I think that's just, I mean, I'm not advocating slave labor, but what I'm saying is that it'd be interesting to actually see how they actually did it. Yeah. Yeah, I used to think about that a lot because they're like giant cubes. Just massive. Stuff and like people would only have to like carry it up. How did they do that? That's why I'd rather go back and hang out with them. Uh, where would you go? If you say now, then the Salem witch trials. Really? Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Why? I don't. That was very specific, and I don't like that answer. (laughs) Um, I don't really know. I had like this weird obsession with (laughs) witches. Yeah. I used to. Okay. But not like an obsession like who I want to be a witch, but like more so like why were random people targeted and like all the things were so random because like if did you not I read the book? Was in that no I did. Yeah, it was like very specific of why they were attacking one another. I know. But still crazy. there was like a lot of things even around the world during that time where they would like if you had a mole on your back, you're a witch. I have a mole on my back. If you were left handed, you're a witch. I'm left handed. So I'm just like, how I'm long would I survive? I'm halfway left-handed, I think. I'm halfway right-handed. Are you, are you like the person from Austin Powers that has that mole? I actually didn't watch Austin Powers. Are you serious? <laughs> that is one of... I watched 10 minutes and I was like, absolutely not. So then I turned it off. To Austin Powers? Yeah. Oh, Jesus. I'm sorry, do you want me to leave? I mean, the doors are right there. <laughs> we watched Austin Powers last night. For the fir- This is the first time I'd seen it. And, oh, man, like... At least seven years or something like that, mm. and the lines would still come back to you and would like quote it, and it's even funnier nowadays than it was when you were like. I wish I gave it a chance. Twelve or fifteen. <clears throat> Twelve or fifteen. The three-year discrepancy, you know. It, yeah. it could have been, but the memory's spotty. <laughs> so, all right, um, we're just kind of rolling with the punches right now. You are a student here at the University of Georgia. Correct. What year are you? I'm a fourth year. And what are you studying? I'm a management and cognitive science major, and I'm emphasizing in human resources, artificial intelligence, and psychology. Dun, 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 dun. <laughs> How do you find time to do anything with your life and then enough time to allocate an hour to a podcast? The podcast is fun. It makes me feel special. I think you are. It's all with... about me. So... Why wouldn't I well, be here? See, I'm going to try and dominate the conversation, so... Okay. Yeah. Getting in. <laughs> <laughs> um, I don't know. I So, like, I used to be pre-med, right? And um, I think being pre-med was hard for me just because, like, I was really struggling with the classes. I enjoyed them a lot, but mm-hmm. I would struggle to do well in them. And then um, the switch was kind of difficult, but I made it. At the end of my sophomore year, I went to Terry to business instead of... Um, being pre-med and I really liked being a management major I really do like it right now like I've never regretted switching and then I added my cognitive science major last year just so I could have like a little bit of like a technological advantage um, in terms of careers because Mm -hmm. like AI is such an emerging field and that's something that I'm also like intrigued by so I have one major that I know I'm good at that I know I enjoy and then I have another major that is a challenge for me but I know will be useful later so you're saying what you enjoy is the HR side or the artificial or like the AI side I think I enjoy in theory the AI side but I think I enjoy in practice the HR HR side okay because I know I'm good at it do you got any examples no but people listen to me really yeah (laughs) Yeah, I mean, I think I chose that one because I don't like supply chain. I think that's just, I mean, every business needs a way to get suppliers, get your goods and all that kind of stuff. It mm. just does not intrigue me. Yeah. I'm more of a people person. And of late, it's also been kind of ridiculous. Like with new people coming into my life, I'm like, I'm trying to explain to you that you're going to get a lot when you like meet me. And if you don't like me, then I'm sorry, but... I, like, have to dwindle this personality down before I go to the professional field. Like, I am a jackass. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> it's really bad. Like, 
People are like Griff, like what is going you say on? That's one of the three words people would use to describe you. Uh, I guess if I could have three words, one would probably be jackass, the other one would be goofy, and the other one would be like caring. That's cute. What about Paradox. You? Yeah. It's I'm very in a group setting, like you know I'm louder gonna say stuff but then when I get down to like a one-on-one conversation I'm gonna care for that person more than I would so like a big group mm-hmm. so yeah what are three words do you think that people would love to like if you could choose three words to have your friends describe you um I think people would say that I'm Gryffindor. intentional <laughs> okay more so a Ravenclaw than a Gryffindor yeah that sucks okay right. <laughs> um, I would say intentional is one of them um, That's one. I think I'm funny. And I, I think, think you're think ridiculous. I, <laughs> I would I would qualify that as a synonym. I hate being called unfunny. I like being told that I'm funny. It's just like I'm legitimately just like doing my thing. Okay. But I'm saying you're literally humble bragging. No, I really don't like it. I I really it's just like if okay. I could just. All right, you're not funny. Thanks. You're welcome. <laughs> I hate talking about myself, god damn it. Go ahead. We're going to reverse this role one day and I'm going to do a podcast of you. Special guest is me. That's what you're going to say. <laughs> What's the third word? I don't know. I don't know. Um, authentic. I really believe in just being myself no matter what and who I'm talking to, Like even if it's a situation where I don't feel comfortably... Um, well, just comfortable. I don't believe in like changing my thoughts or my language just to, to fit cater in. to somebody else. Yeah. Or like a group of people. Yeah, I I genuinely believe that I'm always one hundred percent who I am and I think that's something I pride myself on. That's so. sweet. I think a lot of people I mean, you definitely have fake it till you make it kind of people. Yeah. But then when you find those people who are actually authentic through and through, you're like, Wow, that is awesome to see. So congrats. What are you funny, intentional, authentic? Yeah, I mean, funny can be, like, a word that I think people think of me as, that I would like people to think of me as. That doesn't have to be the word. You tell me. You know me. What's another word? I don't know, but that meme was (laughs) stupid funny in class. (laughs) So, context here. Our professor told us we were going to get out early, and it's one of those Tuesday, Thursday classes where it's an hour and 15 minutes. And we went about an hour and then that Spongebob meme that's circulating where he's like... Call, or like The mocking one. Yeah, the mocking like a chicken or something. <laughs> what did it say exactly? <laughs> well, she had told us at the beginning of class that we were going to get out early. And it was like an hour in into a one hour, 15 minute class. And I was like, what do you mean early? So I made the um, Spongebob meme and it said, <laughs> we're going to get out of class early today. <laughs> If you saw it. I airdropped it to a couple people. <laughs> Did you? Yeah. Dude, airdropping is lethal. Like, if it's you've got so some funny. ridiculous thing, you can just take it and then whoever's airdrop is on, go like, I'm going to drop it to you. And they'll be like, wow, why did this person just send me this? <laughs> and then another one that I found out over the summer was like, if you want to take a picture of just somebody, it's like kind of creepy. Mm. You like pretend you're taking a selfie, but then you take a picture of that person that's like in sight of your camera. I would feel so weird because I never take selfies. So then I'd just be like, mm. "Do you have Snapchat?" Yeah, that that doesn't count because no. those are not like oh, I'm not ever my. gonna do the hand function where you're like, like oh, this you're like actually like, taking a photo of yourself. Yeah, I don't do that. Do you I don't do, take, are like, you like one of those people that kind of like puts halfway of their head over their phone? Yes, I'm 100 percent one of those. People. <laughs> what's your uh, <laughs> what's, what's your preferred method of communication? Texting, calling, Snapchatting. Probably text. Text. But I also like calls. Phone calls are definitely. Phone calls are good for when you just like have a few things to say, but then you don't want to like just be texting because you have a few minutes and you're walking somewhere. So I just prefer to call. Okay. During those. I mean, texting it has also saved a lot of lives. It's like when you get a message, you're like, I now have time to think about my response. Mm, But if it's a phone call, you're like, you're on the spot, big guy. Texts are also notorious for, like, ruining a lot of friendships because you don't know what the person meant by what they said because you can't hear their tone. But phone calls, you can hear how they said it. Yeah. And that's why when I text people, I'm like, you really got to understand me. 
Mm, I don't text people about sensitive matters. Cole. That, I mean, that's smart. I still screw things up, but still, <laughs> that's different. <laughs> well, see, that's a... I mean, I was about to say that's a good thing. It's a me problem. Yeah, but <laughs> I think a lot of people would be, like, freaking out. It's like, yeah, I've screwed some things up, but... What are you, 21? Yeah. Yeah, we've got almost... It's crazy to think that we may possibly have three quarters of our life left. I know. I was thinking about that literally that this nuts? morning. Literally this morning I was thinking about that. And I don't like it. I know. I think the future is definitely an amazing thing that I'm completely excited and grateful for. But it's like if you think that far advanced, you start to get anxiety. Mm-hmm. Or at least I think I do. Because you also don't know if it's three quarters. It could be less. Dude, it could be like... I could drop dead after this word. That sucks. Who's going to put my podcast online? (laughs) You can do it yourself. I don't want to do it myself. Um, Yeah, I just... You never really know, but... I think a lot of us take uh, our health for granted. And just like... Oh, I'm going to be healthy. I'm going to wake up tomorrow. And then one day it's like... Holy goodness. Mm, Holy goodness. I hate you. (laughs) Uh, And then... I think another crazy thing is um stop laughing jesus have you ever just kind of sat there and like put your hand on your heart to just to do what i don't know just to realize that we're a human being that we're alive and i'm always aware of that i think it's crazy yeah mind body connection i don't understand but something out there created us and was it god i think it was god but i think it was god too yeah. But I don't think I'm like, I don't know. I mean, I've ra- been raised in like a pretty religious family, right? Not like super crazy or anything. Yeah. But traditionally Hindu family. And I, I don't know. I believe in God. I don't necessarily believe in like Hinduism mm-hmm. itself. I I'm... think it's based in some good things, based in some fact. Because like I recently learned that the scriptures, um, people think it's a lot about like traditional things that don't really make any sense. And that's what I thought too. But the scriptures that it was born out of um, are entirely based in science, which is something I thought was interesting. What? Like, every single thing has a scientific reason behind it in those scriptures. Is there <clears> any <throat> way you could elaborate on that, or is that just kind of like, I you know the general sense them. of that? I thing. haven't read them. I'm trying to find them, because there's not, like, that many copies left that are, like, translated from the originals, because, like, the originals were burned by a whole bunch of things that happened in history and whatever. Hmm. But um, it's really hard to find, like, an exact translation for that, and I'm trying to find one. I think my mom has one back home somewhere. But um, there's, like, the real, the mythical texts, right? Like, the ones with the stories and whatever. Those aren't necessarily... Those are myths. I mean, they could have happened. They could not have. But um, the ones that are actually scriptures that, like, were written by um, the first people, like, thousands of years ago they are entirely based in fact which was very interesting to me that's crazy Mm, like they have like a scientific reason for all bodily functions why people should or shouldn't do something what how it affects your body how it affects your mind what yeah and that's something a lot of people aren't aware of which i thought was great that's amazing one thing that i i think i have a problem with religion is that there's some I guess more or less subsects, but the people mm-hmm. inside of their religion that think that it's the only way to, like, whatever you deem the afterlife to be. It's like, come on. I don't think that's right. It's not. Because there's 7 billion people on this earth. And it, granted, some people may not believe, but that's <clears throat> their choice. That doesn't mean they're not going to. I know. Ex- exactly. So I just think there's definitely a general set of principles to live life by. Like, being a good person. That's what I was going to say. Like, I think that there is a higher being, but I don't think that religion is the point of how you're supposed to live your life. I think it's just kind of like... Like a, a guiding factor? Yeah. I would say kind of like a guiding factor. I don't even know. That's why I'm trying to say, like, I don't know if I'm religious, because I'm definitely spiritual. I believe in a higher being, but I don't know if certain rules dictated by, like, a group of people are is the way to live life. Like, you, my only thing is if you're kind to other people, if you have something that's driving you forward, then that's enough, mm-hmm. I think. Like, you don't have to follow rules for what you should or shouldn't do. You should just know 
what's good and what's bad for you. Yeah, that makes sense. So, if you're, I, I think I would have to agree with you. I mean, religion is a little bit tough for me, but being spiritual and like mm-hmm. realizing that our minds are so beautiful and that if we can kind of cultivate other people's minds to see in a way that life is like it's worth living and yeah. it's great and you wouldn't be here if you didn't have a freaking tribe like helping you out and I think a lot of people aren't they're not looking at the way that they can see like Mm -hmm. I know for my mom and I love her so much she is like she thinks she thinks everything's negative and I'm like dude waking up in the morning as small as that task is it's huge task and like you could be 100% 100% grateful for that and be like, wow, like I'm alive today. So mm-hmm. that's a positive thing. But she focuses on the negative. So like, do you have any advice for people, I guess in the general sense of how can you kind of shift your mindset from that of negativity to positivity? Because I know that's a little bit difficult for people. Um, I think for me, I definitely like switch back between being a pessimistic versus optimistic person. I think it really depends on the situation for me. And honestly, just the day. Um, my mom is someone who is like almost always positive and that's because she's faced a lot of hardships in her life. She's faced a lot of like challenges that have brought her to where she is today and she's um <clears throat> one of the most like steadfast, like believes in the good of things people I know and something that she tells me whenever I'm struggling with like um just seeing the good in a situation or remembering that there is light at the end of the tunnel, she well, literally just send me, like, little photoshopped, like, <laughs> not even memes, just, like, photos of the sun and just, like, write down words on it or whatever and just, like, email them to me. Really? Yeah. And they're just, like, little reminders of, like, oh, every day is a new day or um, <clears throat> the sun says hello was the most recent one. <laughs> just, like, it's just really cute. And, like, I don't know. She always, like, whenever I'm frustrated with the situation and I think I'm, like, 100% um, – correct and being that way about a situation like if I'm hurt by something someone said or like I'm frustrated with my personal growth in a situation where I feel like I should be further along than I am and I like feel like something is too hard for me to deal with she'll always remind me like you just have to keep going you have to keep trying there's people around you that support you that love you and you just have to remember that and just do your best like there's no point in saying it's too hard because it's not like, yeah. you can do whatever you put your mind to. You just have to take every day as it comes and remember that there's something good that happens in every day. So, like, a light at the end of the tunnel? Yeah. Yeah. You ever seen the movie, It's a Wonderful Life? No. Oh, that's the greatest movie of all time. It's just kind of this guy had all of these ambitions to to leave his small little hometown. He's like, I don't want to work for my dad's company. I want to go travel the world. I'm going to have like five wives. And of course, it's a little exaggeration, but he wanted to go. But then some unfortunate circumstances happened where he lost his dad. So he ended up kind of like taking over the business for a little bit. And then he wanted wanted to go off to college, but the rich guy in town was like, all right, well, I'm going to close your business. And then all the people that this little business that's helping is like, that sucks for them. Mm. So this guy gave up all of his future dreams and ambitions to settle in the small town and then the bank came coming one day because his money was lost. It was actually stolen by the rich guy, which is really mm-hmm. bad. And he stood at the end of the bridge. He was like, I'm just going to end it, right? So this angel comes down and takes him through a journey of, hey, um, George, we're going to pretend like you never existed. So they go into a different reality in the same town. But he's still, like, alive walking around with the angel and, like, everything is different. Mm-hmm. And then at the end of the movie, it comes to the realization of, like, your one life impacts so many other, so many other lives. That's even if true. you don't think about it. That's true. So, it's just, even if it's, like, a small hello or a smile, I mean, you may think of it as being small. But that yeah, could mean a so much for somebody. Yeah. And, I don't know, I just... I'd like to see people be happy, but I don't think happiness is like a lot of you. I mean, happiness is a goal, right? Mm-hmm. But it's not like down the line. It's like, oh, I'm going to be happy in five years. It's like, why don't you want to be happy now? Yeah. So how would you kind of say how 
can you create a mindset of like happiness or because you know life is a roller coaster yeah so how do you kind of deal with that um I think for me it's always been about balance in my life like do the things that I need to do but also make sure I make time to do the things I want to do because if you don't um make time for things that bring you joy however small or big right now what are you even working towards you know like how do you know what makes you happy in the future if you don't start thinking about it throughout your life Mm -hmm. I guess like my brother is an example he's still really young but he is a very focused kid like I have never met anyone even an adult who like is so focused on their goal that they are so disciplined in what they want and what they don't want. And he's just like, I'm literally the only thing I need to be doing right now is doing my best in school and studying and working. And I will allow myself to have one hobby right now, but I'm going to cut that down soon. So is that you or him? That's him. Okay. That's him. Um, And he's just like, I'm just going to work as hard as I can so that I can have a good life in the future. And I'm like... That makes sense, but how do you know what a good life is going to look for you later if you don't think about it now? Like, I'm not saying just make that your whole life, but you need to have a balance. Because for me, the things that bring me out of frustration when I'm working is people or the things that I enjoy doing or things like that. And then when I've done too much of that, what brings me back to reality and like keeps me focused is remembering where I want to be in the future. Mm-hmm. So then I go back to my work and it's like a back and forth thing. Okay. And I think that keeps me happy for the most part. Would you say that a lot of people are as introspective as that or not really? Cause I mean, some people just kind of like go with it. I don't know because all the people that I surround myself with, I'm very, very lucky to be surrounded by a group of people that I call friends that are all extremely driven, extremely hardworking, um, extremely caring. So like they're all very like-minded people, Mm -hmm. even to me. So I don't know that I surround myself with people who don't care about their life and future. So I don't know if I can answer that question. Gotcha. What made you or what attracted you? to those friends was it just kind of like seeing that they've got the same mindset as you yeah seeing that they've got the same mindset as me seeing that they would always inspire me that's pretty better. impressive how how has a friend or a group like how have they inspired you and what if, what if what's been the result of that inspiration um even looking at the past year okay so like a year ago i was inducted into the art society and that is a group that is comprised of the most incredible people I know, like some of 35 of like the most amazing people in terms of what they do, what they want to do, how they do it. Um, They work so hard. They make such an impact um, on campus, like even outside of campus and other people's lives. They put anything aside to be there for the people they care about, but also they are disciplined enough to say no to things that they don't want to do in order to do what they have to do and I think that's something that's really really important because you can't have people who only prioritize seeing friends and you can't have people who only prioritize work you need a group of people who are able to do both and then because they're doing both it inspires you to kind of like find that self-discipline keep yourself accountable and become the best version of yourself so you kind of feel like not necessarily feel like you're as good as them, but to feel like you have that something similar the to same offer. Sphere as them. Yeah, not even. Yeah, just like it's more of just a mindset thing for me. Like I just know that they've inspired me to do better, and I think over the last year I've grown to be better in a lot of ways. Um, I've learned to overcome things that I didn't want to do, and like this past year, I set myself the goal of kind of like. Stepping out of my comfort zone, which is something I've always, like, talked about but never actually done, really. But um, this past year, I did do that, and, like, I have been, and it's been life-changing for me just because I know that I'm capable of doing a lot more things than I thought I would be, capable of trying a lot more things that I thought I wanted to. Mm-hmm. And it just makes life a lot brighter to be able to do that. So what's one thing that you <clears throat> that you were anxious about, but then this new mindset of, I'm going to get uncomfortable? I just started saying yes to a bunch of things. Like, for example, one thing that comes to mind is um, 
we did a lip sync competition for homecoming right and i would never have been the person to say yes to be a part of that like to learn a whole thing of dance and like dance on stage with a team and whatever but i was just like you know what fine i'll do it no one even asked me i was just kind of like ooh, that sounds fun but i never would have done it because i would have been embarrassed or whatever um and i was like okay i'll do it and it was a great time i loved it um so that's one other things would be I hate networking. I hate making small talk. and I Like have... we're doing right now? No, this isn't small talk I know, to me. I'm kidding. You're so annoying. Um, so, I mean, I've been signing up for a lot more opportunities for networking as they present themselves. Like, instead of just being, like, making up an excuse in my head. Like, oh, I can't do this because I have a test tomorrow. And, like, oh, I can't do this because I don't really want to talk to people right now. Like, I just make myself do it. And it's been good because now I definitely feel like I'm a lot better at it. And I can hold a conversation with people that... I don't necessarily care about. <laughs> Interesting. Yeah, I, I I enjoy meeting new people, but sometimes in those networking events, it's mm-hmm. just like, dog, this is awkward. I had one of the worst experiences ever. I'd been talking with the company for a little bit, mm-hmm. and then I was going to meet their recruiter at the career fair, and like seeing her... In the first like five seconds, I was like, like the words were awful, and I was like, she's not liking this vibe. I'm not liking it. I'm done here. (laughs) Just kind of like, I was like, it's good to see you, and haven't heard back from them since. And I was like, yikes, that was a really bad encounter. I'm sorry. Well, that's how you learn, I guess. Yeah, and I'm actually cool with it. All right, we've been chatting a while. Let's jump in. What is a a pothole that you've kind of hit either during your lifetime total lifetime or your collegiate career and how have you been able to kind of fill it in so you can kind of correct for yourself going down the road um so a really big part of my identity is something that I would classify as a pothole for me I was um born in India right Mm -hmm. so I'm not a citizen of the United States but I moved here when I was a year old only you still have your citizenship no So I've been here my whole life, but I still classify as an international student because I'm not a citizen, okay? And that presents a lot of challenges for me just because I can't get an internship under that. I can't, um, well, for the last six months, I wasn't able to drive because of it. Um, A lot of things like that have been an issue. But that's something that I've had to, like, deal with for a few years now just because, like, I have to make myself the best candidate that I can without having any outside experience, which is a really big challenge for someone in my shoes. What? Yeah. And that's something that I, like, had a hard time talking about before, and I was always, like, really bogged down by it, especially, like, junior year. I really, really struggled with that. But then, like, I had to remind myself, like, that is a situation that I literally cannot do anything about to change except for do the best I can to make myself the best I can be and oh. then hope for the best I'm trying to like come up with words for that because you're so driven and motivated and it's awesome to actually watch Thanks. and to realize that you've got such a hardship is uh, it's so fucking cool to see that you just keep pushing on it even though like you really can't control it right now mm-hmm. but it's amazing to see what you're doing thank so, you it's gotten a little better because um, last month I, so, so okay, so here's the situation in, a, in like a little more detail. I have been in line for a green card since, well, for years, right? And um, before the current administration, I was supposed to get it mm-hmm. literally a month before it happened. And then um, we have the current president that we have and I, they like stopped the entire thing. But when you turn 21, um, you're no longer dependent on your family. Yeah. And that process starts over for you. And the current wait time for me is 180 years. So that's not happening. Um, which is why I had to transfer to an F1 visa to finish school here. F1 visa is the um, student visa. So with that, what can happen is I can finish. As long as I'm in school, I'm good. And then after that, I have a... One year for non-STEM majors and three years for STEM majors, time to get a job or like to have to be working after I graduate. Three years to be working because I am a STEM major. 
Um, and after that, either a company has to sponsor me or I have to go back to school if I want to stay here. So, but also like a lot of companies aren't sponsoring people as much as they used to because of the administration, like that's another side effect of it. So I need to make sure that um, I literally am the most well-rounded applicant that I can be without having any internship experience or anything like that. Get a job um, and hope that by the end of those three years, they want to hire me full-time or like after that full-time um, or I can go get married. We'll see. Holy shit, dude. I'm on, I'm actually at a loss for words. I guess I feel like I'm upset, but also at the same time amazed that you just seem like very well put together and very calm about this situation where I... I was not a few would years be ago. fucking exploding. <laughs> I was every single day. So what made you have this personality of calmness and of um, driven and... I don't know. I mean, I've always been like calm, I guess, but like um, in front of the people that I like are super close to me, I am honest about it, about how I'm feeling. And like, I think junior year, I was always really, really angry, really, really frustrated that whole year just because I was just like really upset about my situation, I guess. And like all the people around me, like, like I told you, I was surrounded by people that are super driven, super inspiring. And like, that's really great. But also as, as a side effect of that, you always feel, or like I used to feel like I wasn't enough. But I forgot to keep in mind that my situation was different, which is why I was always frustrated about that. Because all these people were like, oh, I have an internship at Deloitte. I have an internship at PwC. And that's like, that was my whole friend group, right? Still is. But a few years ago, I was like very, very bitter and resentful about that because I didn't see that I was just on a different track. And it's not my fault. It's not anyone's fault. That's just, those are just the cards that have been dealt, right? But, um... I, it took a lot of support from my parents, my best friends, um, my boyfriend. They were all there for me every single time I had, like, a, a moment of explosion, I guess. And um, after a while, I just, like, one day I was just better. Um, I just felt like everything was much more in perspective. Like, I'll still have some days where I'm kind of upset about it, but I'm not bitter anymore, which is a huge weight off of my shoulders because I don't want to feel that way towards anyone. And I didn't, I felt bad about feeling bitter and resentful towards people. And I think that's also something that made me feel a lot worse because I didn't want to be turned into someone I wasn't because of a situation I was in and had no control over, if that makes any sense. Yeah. But um, like I said, someone just like one day it got better and I have a better perspective of it. Like I know I'm in a different path and like things will happen for me whenever they're supposed to. I just have to keep working towards them. I can't just like compare myself to other people who aren't going through the same thing like they're going through things too but it's not the same thing and I can't compare to people and be like oh well they're doing things why can't I and I know why I can't so it's not fair for me to compare those things wow that uh that's amazing and wow I think I'm more so proud of you thank you like that's Actually, I, I really don't have any words for that. That's <laughs> all right. Second one, I guess. I mean, that would be kind of a detour, but definitely the the pothole would be like you thinking that affected your life, but yeah. now you've changed the perspective. So, what would be actually what I was going to ask you this earlier, and we talked about it before it. So, in life, you of course need to take care of your mental state mm-hmm. and physical state. Definitely. So. Since the journey of growth is kind of a road, what kind of car are you physically and mentally? <laughs> I don't know. I'm just seeing myself with my face in front of a car. Just like, just like about to get hit or something? like Thomas the Train. Oh my God. <laughs> Going up the hill, baby. Um. <laughs> That's a ridiculous take on that. And now I'm kind of offended. Um, I think right now. <laughs> choo choo. Can I be a rocket? Yeah. Okay, well, I want to be a rocket. 
Okay. One day. You can be the Tesla Roadster. Zero to 16, 1.6 seconds. Wow. It's quick. Very quick. My professor this morning in class, she just out of nowhere, she goes, so I bought a new Tesla this weekend, and I was like, what? You can't just, like... Just drop that bombshell on Super matter of fact about it. She just moved on. I was like, oh, that's where I want to be one day. Dude, I actually have no doubt in my entire mind, like, of all the people that I've interviewed... I want a Tesla. You're going to do... A white one. Pretty dumb. Okay, so this is the thing, too, is when you're imagining goals or you're, like, you're seeing that future of what you really want, Mm. have you written it down that you want a white Tesla? No. I just decided. On the spot? On the spot. Damn it. I know I want a Tesla, but I didn't know if I wanted to be white, but now I do. Okay. Thank you. Yeah. Something about your face. Dang it. Um, (laughs) It's not the fact that you're white. All right, we're going to end the podcast right there. Um, (laughs) I hate you so much, actually. All right, do you know what model? Or do you just, like, want to have the brand name Tesla? I don't know which model this is, but I saw, like, a big one. It looks kind of like an egg. I like it a lot. Oh, the Model X? I guess. Like, it's an SUV, sort of? Yes. Have you seen the doors on it? It's, like, a weirdly curvy SUV. Have you seen the doors on it? No. They're butterfly doors. They go up. Yes, and, I actually have seen that. I just and it depends on the size of the person or what you're putting in the car. Like, they'll go out or in, up. Yeah, that's the it's one I want. It's so smart. Mm-hmm. Unlike you. That's the one I want in black. You're right. <laughs> um, okay, wait. So, actually thinking about it. Um, if I... <laughs> so, we were just spitballing right there. Now you're going to start thinking. Um, what kind of car am I driving? What's like a... Like a... Sturdy car. Like a well-balanced, sturdy car that's kind of crazy. That's kind of crazy? Not necessarily, like, bad crazy. Just, like, a little bit of pizzazz. But mainly a good car. Oh, my gosh. Why am I drawing a blank on the name of the car? The Lamborghini Urus. Lamborghinis are so showy. I know, but it's like an SUV. Okay. It's kind of I don't know sleek. what it looks like. It's kind of yeah. sleek. I'll show you. <clears throat> it's kind of sweet. It's pretty. Ooh, I like it. Yeah. You ever seen like a Porsche, like Cayenne, Panamera yeah. kind of? Yeah. It's... Okay. Yep. This is it. How'd you know? Amazing. That's me. Yeah. It's, it's glorious. I like it. It's expensive though, but I also yeah, think that well... you're worth that price. So. I guess that's a good thing, right? Yeah. All right. So, if you're, why do you think that you want to have pizzazz and like sturdiness? Like, is that what you feel that you because are I right now? Because I live a life that has me a good career that I want to like go to work every single day, right? So, like, here's the balanced part. I want a good job. Here's the pizzazz part. It's a job that I like. I want a family. That's the balanced part. I want a family with the people I want. That's the pizzazz part. What else? Yeah. Yeah, you get it. Yeah, I think so. So, with the job... I don't want a boring life. That's all I'm trying to say. Like, I don't want to be bored at all. Are you you bored at all? No, I'm not. I don't think... I'm not. I'm just saying, like, whatever I do... You just don't want to bang your head against the wall. Yes. In everything. But I don't ever see you being in any sort of situation where that happens. Um, my mom drags me to parties sometimes... I kind of wanna. Do you have two legs? <laughs> yeah, but, yeah, but you can walk me. away. She yells at me. I don't want to get yelled at. It's you can tell her. your mom that you love her dearly, and you can take a stand for yourself. She's still gonna yell at me. She's a brown mom. I'd see. I have a white mom, and I don't know how that happens. My mom loves me no. so much. She won't yell. You kids at me. have it easy. Oh my <laughs> All right. Um, last one, and then we can kind of just. Shoot the quick question. So right now, of course, you're at the University of Georgia, and you've got management and cognitive sciences and then psychology. And all of this absolutely, I don't want to say enviable. That's not the right word. Um, More so or less inspirational, the way you're kind of attacking your life right now. What are the things that you're doing internally that are making you – so it would be like – Fueling your tank. What are you doing right now to keep you going? Um, I'm going to make my parents proud. 
I feel like there's been a lot of people, like, because of the fact that they know all the people in my life, they know all the people I surround myself with, um, they see all the great things that my friends are doing and, like, people my age are doing, um, but I, whatever the circumstance, like, be it the political circumstances or, like, the fact that maybe I'm just not, haven't been putting as much effort into things as other people have, it doesn't matter what it is, I don't know what it is, Mm -hmm. um, I just want to give them a reason to be proud of me which is kind of also a motivating factor but also like I want to be proud of myself I don't really remember the last time I've been proud of myself like I'm satisfied with my achievements I feel like a little bit of happiness when I get something that I've wanted for a while so you don't think getting inducted to our society was a proud moment I don't okay so I was very happy that was something that I really really needed for sure like before that I was going through that's a crazy accomplishment so I don't know why you're downplaying that I'm not I'm not downplaying I think you are it's pretty prestigious here at the University of Georgia but that's the thing like that's what I'm saying like I before that was a very dark time for me like personally I just kind of felt really really down about myself right before that and getting that was something I really needed to bring me back and to, like, keep me to motivated. To tell you that you're worth something? Yeah. But I don't know if it's, like... I'm mainly talking about professionally. Like, I want something professional that I can say that I did outside of my university. Because I've done a lot at the university. I've been a part of a lot of organizations. I've just had a lot of experience with organizations. But I haven't had the chance to do anything outside of that. Like, I haven't been able to get any internships, do any work. And that's something I need at this point to prove to myself that I am capable because I know I am capable, uh, but I just capable. haven't, that's the thing. I haven't had a chance to do that. And I don't want people who are hiring to be like, Oh, here's an applicant who's worked at a bunch of places. Here's an applicant who hasn't worked at any place. And like, you know, who is clearly going to be like the uh, chosen one, um, regardless of, cause they don't know me. They don't know my background they don't know where I come from yeah how much effort you put into every single exactly so that's kind of why like I don't know how to prove that to people but and I'm not trying to either I'm just trying to get something so I can prove to myself that despite everything else I can still be there I would love for this podcast to at least be heard by somebody that's like holy shit John V (laughs) Preka is dang it where is the A? The A? <laughs> it's Paprik. There is no A. It just sounds like paprika. Oh, that's cute. See, there you go. I'm going to change it legally. <laughs> <laughs> but honestly, I would love to at least have this leverage in some sort of light to where I, I think you deserve whatever you want to go. That's the thing. Thanks. And I don't think that you should be held back because of <clears throat> circumstances you can't control. I think that's absolutely bullshit so I, I can you not apply or something like what's protocol i can apply after i graduate so you have a 150 student. days to find a job after i graduate yeah if you don't well terry majors and what? if i don't then no. i'm gonna move to australia i forgot to tell you about that <laughs> my parents <laughs> right before um trump was elected they literally were like um, we're going to file for an Australian green card just in case things get bad. So I have that, and I could move. It's in your back pocket? Yeah. Nice. Go down under. Disgusting. Okay. I was just talking about Australia. Okay. Um, well, I hate myself for that. So, <laughs> we're just... Okay. Um, I know this is kind of big for you with the cognitive sciences. It's like, how do you channel like emotional intelligence whether you be in an in-person conversation like this or a big group like how do you kind of how do I word this like how do you use it to your advantage of like being able to see the situations as they are and how to deal with them use it for everything yeah emotional intelligence okay so I took this test once just like measure your intelligences or whatever what'd you get okay I got 91% in emotional intelligence. Out of 100? Yeah. Well, you missed it by nine points then. I know. Which means you suck. Okay. Well, my brother got like 14. So, anyways. Where's the link, bro? I don't know. I'll send it to you later. 
Point is, I'm very, very good at intelli- emotional intelligence. And I'm literally, like, if you ask me one thing that I'm proud of, that that's one of them. That's awesome. The other thing would be making really good puns at any time. Um, okay. <laughs> but, yeah, so I, it's so important to have, like, even a little bit of it. Because, like, if you're in a situation with people you know or don't know, if you can pick up on, like, how someone's feeling or how something that was said... Resonated with somebody? Yeah, then you can literally use that to your advantage or move the situation away from that if it was bad. Yeah. Because you, you don't want things, especially if it's an important situation or, like, meeting or something, and you're, like, working with a group of people and someone says something and it rubs someone else the wrong way, but you see that immediately, then you can then handle that you... situation so quickly. Yeah. That's crazy. Well, I think though, interestingly enough, like I have very good emotional intelligence in situations where I may not be as close to the people, but like the closer I get to the person, you think it's better. I know them better. I know the situation better, but I react worse because I kind of expect them to know me because I don't have those expectations with other people that I don't care about as much. But so you're saying you set expectations? For your I set expectations for the people I'm closest to, and then. I forget to see them as just another person who might also be feeling a certain way. So then I get, like... That's when I think... That's why arguments happen, because you set expectations for people that you're closest to. Whoa, I did not think about that. It's pretty interesting. So I'm working on that to, like... Not necessarily not have expectations for the people I care about, but, like, not to forget to realize that they also are feeling a certain way. Yeah, and that you're not feeling that, so it's, like, how... How could I possibly, like, put myself in that shoes mm. and be in that situation? Dude, empathy is fucking massive nowadays. It's mm-hmm. like, if you can't, I guess, at least try to feel what they're feeling and then you think that you're greater than now, it's like, dude, fuck off. Like, mm-hmm. we're all human beings. We've all got trials and tribulations. We've all got successes and highs. It's like, you got to feel what some other person has. Yeah. And if you can't, then... You're probably psychotic or a sociopath. That's true. Which I've been diagnosed as. Really? Yeah. That's exciting. Yeah, you should see my doctor and the drugs I get. <laughs> Alright, that's a stupid joke. I'm done with that one. Oh, I was uh, still trying to figure out. <laughs> <laughs> I would be crazy if I was a sociopath, right? I think so. I was just trying to see, like, if you really are one, I'm so intrigued. Do you think I am? I don't know. I feel like some people have tendencies for sure. I like to drink milk. I love milk. Okay, good. Okay. <laughs> We're both on the same page then. I don't know. I, I think that I do care for a lot of people and that I would sacrifice a lot so that they could succeed over me. Even though it would hurt. But if I could see the people that I cared about most succeed to realize that their lives are very important and that they can do everything and their willpower to make their life a reality I would love to do that so hopefully that doesn't make me psychotic alright that okay what? I think that takes you further away from I know time. I said hopefully it doesn't mm. listen idiot <laughs> alright so we're gonna end up <laughs> with uh, a couple more questions you ready mm-hmm do you read books yeah what's the most profound book that you've read I couldn't answer that question. That's a really. dumb answer. If you like reading books. I love on. reading books. I just haven't read for pleasure in a while. Which go busy. back in your past and find out which one <laughs> meant the most. Okay, I learned a lot from Harry Potter. That's totally about cool. About life. Yeah. That's not a, a bad answer. a lot of things that you learn to prioritize when you've grown up with those books. And friendship is one of them. Being yeah. kind is one of them. And I think those are two things that are always really important to me. I feel that. What's one thing that you do religiously, kind of day after day, more or less so a habit that not a lot of people do? Um, I don't do this every single day, but most days I will write down something, like anything that happened during the day that I'm grateful for, one thing a day. Yeah. And this can literally be like um, someone surprising me with coffee because I was stressed, or... 
um, someone, like, literally, like, closing the door on me because they didn't see me and then running back to open it. Yeah. Just whatever comes it's to mind. It's the small things, dude. It really is. They add up. They remind you why humanity is worth it, yeah. I guess. Because I think people are expecting these big changes every single day, mm. but a big change is a result of all these small little instances that happen in your life that you honestly think are irrelevant Mm -hmm. but then one day you're like holy shit like those culminated in good life is the result of very small good things yeah or bad things but it's also the way you see it it's all about perspective perspective what is an impactful quote that you would say that you kind of live by i wrote down two um the first one was kind of like a people one it said be kind for everyone is fighting a battle you know nothing about that's your emotional intelligence thing that we were just talking about yeah no i mean that's something that i've like really learned about like throughout my life um i've always been the person to kind of like be there even for people that i don't really know like if they're dealing with something people have usually always trusted me with things that they're dealing with I don't really know why, but whatever it is, I'm thankful for because I've had the chance to help a lot of people who are dealing with a lot of things. Um, but also outside of that, like it taught me like people that you wouldn't ever expect to be dealing with anything or to have like a scary background or like a, just things in their daily life that are hard for them. And you don't see that. You don't realize that everyone has a story behind them. So like it just makes sense to be kind to everyone because, like, some people might have it a lot worse than you realize. And I'm not going to talk to you about it. Yeah. So. What's the other quote? Um, at first glance, it may appear too hard. Look again. Always look again. That one's also important for me because um, I've never been the person to, like, quit on things. I've never been someone to give up on things. But there are times that I get very, very frustrated and I'm just kind of like, oh, I don't want to do this anymore. Um. But then I, like, go back to it after a little bit, and it's, like, uh, it wasn't even that bad. Yeah. yeah. I think double That's takes. keep moving forward. Yeah, for sure. All right, two more questions. <clears throat> One, I guess it's a very generic question that I, most people ask in podcasts, but what would you kind of say that your definition of success is? Mm. To finally be able to look back and say that you're not trying to compare yourself to other people because you're exactly the person you wanted to compare yourself to. Well, if we're getting profound, that is like <laughs> A1 shit right there. Um, Theodore Roosevelt definitely has probably my favorite quote of all time. It's a uh, comparison is the thief of joy. Yeah, it is. It really is. Because, I mean, you're only you. And, of course, you can look up to people and you would love to sort of be like them. But at the end of the day, your journey is the one that matters the most. You have to find the line between inspiration and comparison. Yeah. All right. Last one, and then I'm just going to say thanks. So, of course, the journey of growth and what you've experienced right now through 21 years has brought you to this moment in time. What do you think would be three words to describe your journey of growth. Humbling. But at the same time, value giving, that's a dash, so it's still one Yeah, word. I figured as much. Um, and the third one would be blessed. I think every single day I realize something that's making me feel that like makes me realize that I've been a lot more blessed than some days make me feel. But you go back and you see like I've had it a lot better even given like everything else than I could ever have hoped for in terms of the people in my life, in terms of the life I've lived, um, the opportunities I have. I have it good and I'm thankful. I think that's the beautiful thing about life is like <clears throat> if it was only sunny out every single day, how do you appreciate it being sunny? Because mm-hmm. like you need those cloudy days and like I think to realize that some days you're going to be blessed and then some days you're going to be like, damn, that was like a rough day. But then being able to appreciate that feeling of joy, jubilation, like you just feel so good. Yeah. That's such, I think that's the best feeling in the entire world. When you feel like. When you come out of, 
a bad time. And it's, you, you just feel like you've conquered it and you yeah. beat it and you're like, I feel so good right now. But then life's going to happen. There's going to be problems, but you yeah. can see them as opportunities. And like, that's what makes the journey of growth so cool. All right. This is my favorite part. Um, Jonavi, hmm. we, I mean, you wanted to say that you were like cool or something, but like, <laughs> I, I, I truly, truly value the conversations that we have and the friendship that we've created. Um, we're not friends. Damn it. <laughs> like I sort of want to tear up just because of like how inspirational Aww, your story so is. I am. I'm sorry. I have emotions. <laughs> damn it. Um, <laughs> Like, you are so beyond talented and, like, driven, and aha, I think you're amazing. Thank you. So. I think you're amazing. Uh, thanks. But I really do think No that, one else sits here and celebrates people through podcasts, so go you. Thanks. Uh, no, I, I, what you've got going in your future is going to be amazing, and hopefully I can see what happens. Thank you. So, once again, John V. Paprika. <laughs> 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 Genevieve, thank you so much. Thank you. It was an absolute pleasure. This is Griffin and Genevieve signing off from the Journey of Growth podcast. We hope you enjoy. Bye-bye.